Hello and welcome to a special holiday edition of the podcast where we look back on the cartoons, movies, TV shows, and whatnot of our youth to see if they're still worth a damn. Or not. Or not, which is far too often the case. I am Sean. And I'm Chris. And this is Childhood Remastered. So we are in the United States, and we celebrate Thanksgiving in November. We do. And we know that our Canadian neighbors celebrate it in October, but we wanted to say uh, that this is a sort of Thanksgiving-ish episode since we put our episodes out on Thursdays, and I, doing some show notes for something else, found this little something, and so we're going to cover it today. Yeah, in terms of holiday movies... The holiday, at least in the United States, the holiday that doesn't really get a whole lot of love when it comes to movies typically is Thanksgiving. We did a a little bit of a search before we started recording here, and there really isn't all that many, there really aren't all that many uh, Thanksgiving movies. There There are a couple of them, and they're mostly for kids. So there's stuff like a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, there's the Garfield Thanksgiving movie, there's an Alvin and the Chipmunks Thanksgiving movie. Uh, that's about it. There's a couple movies that take place over Thanksgiving, like Adam's Family Values, the movie right. Dutch. I love I'll be Adam's home Family for, Values. That's a great I'll one. be home Dutch. for the yeah. holidays. But, like, no, there aren't a whole lot of movies that are specifically about Thanksgiving. So Well, and technically this isn't a movie either. This is a TV special from 1972 by Hanna-Barbera, and it is called The Thanksgiving That Almost Wasn't. never seen it before. I had never heard of it, never seen it. Uh, I, I can't say that my life is better having done so. <laughs> so Han- Hanna-Barbera, if you're not familiar, Hanna-Barbera is, uh, if you're familiar with things like Yogi Bear, Scooby-Doo, um, Jetsons, Jetsons, yeah. uh, you've got like Hong Kong Fooey and all of those. Yeah. We've so, talked about them before. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Hanna-Barbera is one of the, I would say in the... In the 70s, the 60s and 70s, maybe into the 80s, they were a powerhouse animation company in the United States. And they produced a lot of really popular animated animated shows, cartoons. And they, I guess, decided that in, in 1971, 72, that they wanted to put out this Thanksgiving special. Like Chris said, it's the Thanksgiving that almost wasn't. And we sat down and we watched it. It's only about 20... 22 23 minutes long it was you know like like an episode a half hour long episode of of a cartoon um something that would have been 30 minutes with commercials and it was it was interesting to say the least yeah. it was a, it was a good well not only was this Hanna Barbera though this was Ruby Spears too it was Ruby Spears and and we've also talked about Ruby Spears and so you would think Hanna Barbera and Ruby Spears together that this is going to be some sort of magic yeah and there Uh, was there was magic i mean they were talking animals along with people yeah yeah it wasn't i mean 
talking animals, I guess, isn't so special when you're talking about Hanna-Barbera, when you right. have like Snagglepuss and, and Augie Doggy and Doggy Daddy and, and Yogi Bear and Boo Boo and stuff. Those are all talking animals. But these are more your traditional like forest critters that are that are talking and being able to communicate with regular humans. So it's a little weird. Yeah. yeah. So the, the story of this is... It opens up with some kids playing on a playground who go inside for Thanksgiving and cuts to another squirrel outside who goes into its own little tree burrow with its squirrel family family. And they are going to have their own squirrel Thanksgiving. And they talk about their squirrel ancestor who was at the very first Thanksgiving. Jeremy Squirrel. And the Thanksgiving that almost wasn't had it not been for Jeremy Squirrel who saved Thanksgiving. And then we get a flashback and the entire movie is then done around the 1600s. The the show, it's a a 25-minute special and it centers around... Two kids. Well, it, it centers around the famous explorer... Who who helps settle quote the new world? Uh, it actually settles around his son. So uh, Francis Cook was the was the explorer, and this is supposed to be one of his sons. And he is out hunting, or actually pretending to hunt, because he doesn't actually have a gun. He's got a stick, pretending to be a gun. He's and got he, a gun shaped stick. Yes, and he encounters a native boy who is also out hunting turkeys. Both of them actually can't hunt, but they're that's what they're out doing. And then they get lost and they go on a little adventure and then they get chased by a wolf and then the family finds them and then they eat Thanksgiving. And their being lost draws the two communities together into one loving uh, Thanksgiving extravaganza. Yeah. (laughs) And it, uh, it's not good. I would say that it is an interesting microcosm of 1970s. And earlier. And earlier. Uh, okay. Cultural expectations exactly. on, on what Thanksgiving is, what it should be, and and our own sort of uh, revisionized version of history. It's really yeah. you, you know fascinating. What it, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of everybody's aunt who has that picture of blonde white Jesus. And how that was the that was for the longest time the the understanding of like what Jesus was in in the historical and biblical sense. You had this sort of like white blonde Jesus, right? And then like for a lot of for a lot of Americans uh, for a long time, this sort of idea of the coming together of of different groups and perfect harmony and and the fairy. It was first just real easy. They just uh, they. They walked out their front door. They saw each other. Said hi, neighbor. They shook hands and then ate pumpkin pie. And... Oh no, no, no! According to the movie, they said how. Yes. Well. <laughs> and then they shook hands and then they had Thanksgiving and then everything was great. Yeah. And that's not what happened nor how it turned out. But it's it's really it's a fascinating look at what we at one point wanted to idealize it as yeah and and i think that it is a very ideological view of the very first thanksgiving just yeah. like just like uh, a it's lot a of... very sort of norman rockwelly sort of yes. concept of thanksgiving which i'm not saying is a bad way to want to view the holiday and if we um, and if we were really thinking about like the cartoons from this era the cartoons from this era pretty much presented a very norman rockwell I, idyllic uh, type of vision of like what an American family, and the nuclear family look well, yeah, like. Yeah, what the nuclear yeah. family is and what they do. 
but yeah, it, it, you you see what is you see what is the like ideal family situation, whether that's represented with people or with right. animals or with some other kind of weird thing. Well, there's you know in the opening sequence, it's a mom and a dad and two kids. It's like the traditional like nuclear family in a single family home mm-hmm. and very like 1950s family. yeah it was like a very 50s home very looking. like ozzy and harriet yeah beavers beavers yeah and and they sit down to their ideal like thanksgiving dinner and it's weird because like it's it's a boatload of food for four people whoa turkey and pumpkin pie and cranberries and sweet potato oh yummy let's see i i think it's just it's really it's just really strange because, I mean, so I, I've cooked for Thanksgiving before. So, you know, for those of you who may not know, I like to cook. I like to do a lot of cooking. Uh, my mom has traditionally been the one who does uh, most of the cooking. And then uh, at my own home, I, I do all the cooking in my own home. And uh, in years past, I've hosted Thanksgiving and done most or all the cooking in that case, too. And it's a lot of work. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of prep work. It can be expensive. And for somebody who uh, cooks a lot, it can be a lot of work. And I mm-hmm. cook a lot. And, and I'm comfortable with it and I like to do it. But for somebody who doesn't cook a lot, um, it may be one of the only meals that they cook for the year. And that's not like a new thing. Like that, It's been that way for a long time. So it seems weird. I mean, just Thanksgiving in general. The idea of like cooking a boatload of food that most people don't know how to cook. That a lot of people don't like to eat. I do, but a lot of people don't like to eat. I love Thanksgiving food. I do too. I love Thanksgiving (laughs) food. But a lot of people don't. Uh, My wife and her family, you know, it's just not part of their culture. So they just didn't do it. And so uh, I I like it. I like to eat it. I like to cook it. But most people don't know how to cook it. And they don't know what to do with a giant turkey. And they don't know how to cook all these things. My My wife is a vegetarian who goes out of her comfort zone to cook. Uh, me and everyone else who comes over a turkey every year. Yeah, and from what I hear, she does a pretty good job. She too. does a damn good job of yeah. it. Yeah, so it's it's. I just think it's really interesting to see the giant Thanksgiving meal like on a table for four people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like that's, a whole, that's like a whole. It's a fi- full like a 15, 18, 17, 18 pound yeah. turkey and a, and several sides and like a whole pie or or three. Yeah, yeah. and so. That was weird, and then we get our flashback, and then we see, like, the the flashback opens up with them talking about the hard days of pilgrim life, and, and it like opens... people dying! Yes, actually, <laughs> they have, they talk about the, the colony lost half of its uh, life. You see, that first year was a difficult one for the pilgrims. They had to face a terrible winter as they tried to build a new home in the hostile wilderness without much more than hard work perseverance and courage to do it. But the weather worsened. They were plagued by lack of food and sickness. Before the winter was over, they had lost half their number. And it looked like the colony would fail. Gosh, that must have been pretty awful. It sure was. Yeah, and uh, the, the squirrel... They lost half their population, and as they say that, a guy is putting a sheet over a dead body. Yeah, and the, and the squirrel that's getting the uh, the story told to him uh, responds by saying, like, golly, that must have been awful. It's like, 
Well, no shit. Like half of a town died. Like, what do you want? Yeah, I know. When we were when when we started watching this, I was like, wait a minute, is this what's the town that wrote Roanoke? Was it Roanoke <laughs> that, that that like just disappeared off the off the face of the planet back in the 1600s? Well, I mean, in this, who knows? It could have been, but I, I I just yeah, the the flashback is weird, and. They use so much recycled animation in well, this. Well, that's a Hanna-Barbera thing. That's so, I know, but it's so obvious yeah. in this. It's it's unavoidable. Hanna-Barbera has a... has. I don't use GarageBand, but I hear that GarageBand has, like, set... Uh, if you use it, it has set, like music clips and 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 stings and stuff that you can use if you're you can throw it into your own compositions or you can use it to on the fly yeah you can yeah, use so it if on you the use fly. garage band like you can you can set up buttons like a like a soundboard exactly and and then as you're recording hit the button and do it which there are shows out there that i listen to that well, i'm just that, talking about music like people yeah can well, make, that people can make music and they have these they have these clips that they can use to just add in they're into their music and it's yeah. just like a it's like a a, a, a beat or it's like a guitar riff, or it's like a saxophone riff, and you can add that in to create some music. And to me, it just seems like Hanna-Barbera had something very similar in terms of like sounds that they always used, and they had they had like animation sequences that they always used. Those were like the standard. When you watch it, you're like, this, well, and this even, is Hanna-Barbera. Even in this, they would use a clip. It's not something they'd use anywhere else. And then they would just recycle it throughout the, mm-hmm. the thing. So there's this Thanksgiving song that, that we played in the intro and that gets used a what, bunch. four times Yeah, the entire way through. Like it's a little much. It is a little much. Um, I, I did also find the, uh, the, you know, there's a lot of, um, not a lot, but there's a, a there is a fair amount of religious under and overtone throughout the uh, throughout the show, which I'm not necessarily saying is a good or a bad thing, but I do, you know, as a time capsule piece, find it interesting because you would never see that today. Yeah, this is very um, much a time capsule of the 1970s, 60s. It's, yeah, it's and it, because you know today you'd say, okay, well, maybe half the people celebrating Thanksgiving may not believe that or maybe half of them do believe that and yeah. we don't want to alienate watchers and yeah it, it you know was, it was really funny the to... focus now is more on like the prime demographic and not like uh who who you're worried about pissing off yeah it, it was you know? per- it was particularly funny to see squirrels praying which brings up the idea of a squirrel god. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was like, so is there, like, is it a pantheon of gods in the squirrel religion? Or is it a monotheistic system? Yeah, or exactly. Is it ancestor worship? <laughs> I- I'm kind of curious. I want to know about squirrel religion now. Yeah. and then what, is, what is the squirrel religion, Sean? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Do you think that there's live animal sacrifice? I'll tell you what. Like, like in the South Park episode with <laughs> where the animals are sacrificed in the forest? I'll tell you what. Squirrel religion? It's nuts. Oh, <laughs> you're a fucking old man. You're such an old man. I was waiting to oh, say that. Oh, oh, that hurts my heart. Yeah. Oh, God. But not only did the squirrels have religion, but the Native Americans had a religion, or at least it seemed like they shared the pilgrims' religion because in a couple of scenes... Like they were praying, which was weird because that wouldn't have been... Yeah, hands, that wouldn't have been hands, cro- hands crossed Christian praying type. Which... I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Christian praying. What I'm saying is, is it is weird to imagine like natives who barely, if at all, speak like English 
doing that and then squirrels which i think is just it's just a weird it's just felt of. really weird like it would have it would have at least made sense I, I i would have understand like hey these are these are pilgrims like they were they were they left due to religious persecution i get it so have them pray have the natives like maybe sit there or do their own thing and show like a, Hey, we do our thing. You do your thing. Now we get together. We break bread together. That would have made more sense. It was just, it just felt weird. Speaking like it was just awkward. Speaking of English, it was an interesting thing too, that the, the young native boy who his name was, I think little bear spoke perfect English, spoke the, the spoke the queen's English. You know something little bear. I think we chased those two timber wolves too deep in the forest. I think you're right. Just like, like just like the the pilgrims. But then his father, when they were looking for him, and he was, they were both trapped by the wolf. Oh. <laughs> he goes, "No, you hit boy. No, might hurt boys. Might might hit boy or something like that." It's like, no, the no, 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 no. If you're <laughs> gonna have modifiers are missing there. Yeah, if you're gonna hit one of them with that, you better make sure that you get the uh, like the boy speaks that way too. They're all either going to be singing What Makes the Red Man Red, or they're all going to be speaking perfect English. Not this dual dual level bullshit. It was very, yeah, it was just weird. Why would the kids speak such good English and speak exactly like the other boy? Like, just have them all speak that way to get the point, to get the story across. It just, I don't know why that was there. It just was, it just was weird. It was, it was the only other time that, that any native person talked. That wasn't the kid. Yeah, that, that wasn't was the, the only kid. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, no, you might hurt boy. I did. Did you also notice like the, so when they're all doing the Thanksgiving food, they're all sitting on like park benches. Oh yeah, no. That, they're that like picnic me, table benches. That to me is is what you traditionally see in like traditional Thanksgiving, like Norman Rockwell bullshit is they're sitting on, they're sitting on like, uh, what are they called? We had them at our wedding. They're called like uh, ranch style tables. Where it's just one long table with benches. Yeah, like th- that's what I've that's what I've always seen. But in a, in reality, it would probably just be them standing around eating. Yeah, maybe or or at uh, I mean the tables probably just looked oblonged or weird shaped or something. Yeah. But I was thinking more about like the food. So like they're all eating food and stuff. And it I thought it was sort of. So if you watch, they talk about like Thanksgiving stuffing and mincemeat pie and stuff. Oh, mince so mincemeat pie is not something that you really see much anymore. It, I like meat pies. They're so good. Well, like mincemeat pie isn't really a meat pie though. Yeah. Right? Uh, you used you would use uh, spiced minced meat, but also with candied fruit and nuts and stuff. And so it was a dessert pie. It's like a fruit cake almost. Yeah. So, But with meat. Yeah. You just don't see mincemeat really much anymore as like a something that people eat. And I'm not saying it's bad because I like mincemeat too, but but it was interesting to see that th- kind of thrown in as though it was like part of the normal thing. One of my favorite things about Scotland was all the meat pies I got to eat. Oh, I love meat pies. I had a mutton mm. pie one one day. It was good. There's a uh, we should go. There's a place that uh, nearby that does Aussie meat pies. Uh, we should. Was oh, it the one? In, is it the one in Costa Mesa? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're no, good. I've they're been, really good. I think I've been there, but anyway, yeah, it was the one that catered that thing that I had. Yeah, 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 but I, yeah, I just, uh, I don't. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. It wasn't terrible. It was just like there's probably people out there that would find it offensive. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't think it was necessarily offensive, but I could see how some people would definitely feel that way, and and I think it's just it's a weird, it's just weird. 
Like, I don't know how else to describe it other than it's just weird. It is a product of its time. And there might be some of you out there that grew up with this. I don't know how often it was it was played or replayed on TV. I mean, it was obviously played one time at least in uh, 1972. But it might have been played throughout the 70s. I mean, I know that uh, around Thanksgiving, you tend to see the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. And you tend to see other movies that are related to Thanksgiving, holiday movies. It probably got played for a couple of years. Yeah, so... Would I recommend this? No. I don't... <laughs> no. I, I don't... Uh-uh. <laughs> No. Nope. Nope. No. <laughs> it's Sean shaking his head no. so hard. You know, I don't nope. know. I don't uh-uh. know. I, I, no. a part of me, a part of me feels like it's, there's nothing to gain from watching this movie. No, no, there definitely isn't. But it's such a weird time capsule piece to be like, like this is, this is from a different time. Society has changed. A lot. A lot <laughs> in the last 46 years. Yeah. Forty-six yeah. years ago, this this movie is the same age as my house. Yeah, forty-six. So, because my my house was built the same year. Well, forty-six years ago, this movie was built. It was a different world. It was a completely different world, for better or for worse. It was a different place, and it is so. It's just very different. And if you want to see that difference, go ahead. But you will obtain nothing else from yeah, this. Yeah, you will. You will. Uh, you will gain nothing from this other than, huh? Okay. That's how you're gonna end. That's how you're gonna end uh, your viewing of this. Is huh? Okay. Well, that was a waste of twenty four minutes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like we've talked about it for about the same length now as as the as this show was, but you know, we decided. Hey, to... if we if we had musical numbers that we threw in like every so often, we it would be we. Be... Oh, we could double the length, just yeah. like Hanna Barbera did. Yeah. yeah, recycle some animation. Yeah, why not? We could we could do it. We could do it right now. <laughs> So I think that'll do it this week. This is not a normal occurrence for us to do an episode every week. As you know, we switched to a once every other week schedule a little while ago, but I found this doing research for something else and I thought this is just too fucking weird. We got to talk about it. So here we are. Yeah, why and not? So why not? Let's talk about it. Thanksgiving's here. And, it makes uh, sense get given used the holidays. It. it makes sense given the holidays. Thanksgiving is a great holiday, and I know that a lot of people out there might not feel the same way. A lot of you, some of you might not even have thanksgiving where you are but it's always good yeah i mean we have a lot of listeners overseas russia south america it's always good to have a it's always good to have a holiday where you get together with your family and you're thankful for stuff and you share a meal with people and i I will say that so you know kind of kind of sidetrack not necessarily regarding this movie but you know the one thing i was talking to somebody recently the one thing that that is kind of nice about thanksgiving is uh it can feel like a pretty inclusive holiday, regardless of who you are, where you come from, or whatever. It uh, doesn't really matter what you believe in, but the idea, at least, the spirit of this particular holiday, uh, in its essence, is is just people getting together to spend some time with each other to appreciate the things that they're thankful for. Exactly. Which is a pretty uh, wholesome universal concept and if we can do that and eat some really good food in the process then what the hell why not hell yeah turkey turkey mashed potato uh, sandwiches the best then you can fry them oh. uh you know i like to take stuffing and turkey and cranberry sauce and and then i take some gravy and i i freeze a little cube of it and i wrap it around the frozen cube of gravy and then i wrap mashed potatoes around it and then I fry that in like a fried mashed potato ball. Oh. And so the inside has got hot stuffing and gravy and cranberry sauce and turkey inside. It's 
It's pretty delicious. See, I was just imagining having like a pita and then putting like the turkey and the mashed potatoes and the gravy, I guess, oh. and some stuffing in there and then just eating it like a Mediterranean Thanksgiving treat. Yeah, well, I mean, I would totally eat that. Why not? <sighs> All right. Well, that'll well, do that'll do it for this episode. Go uh, eat something and then go do your Thanksgiving shopping if you do Black Friday, you know, here in the Western world. I, I don't. I hate Black Friday, so uh, I will intentionally be staying home and Cyber Monday and doing nothing and then Cyber Mondaying it all day. So so check out our website, childhoodremaster.com. You can check, you can see all of our uh, information there. Talk to us about this episode or any other episode. And until next time, this is Sean. And Chris. And this has been your Childhood Remastered. Happy Thanksgiving, and we will see you next time. <laughs>